Hello and welcome to our latest podcast on Brexit and Wales. I'm Manon Edwards Ahir and I'm joined once more by Peter Hill from the Assembly's European team in the Research Service. To say that much has happened since we last spoke, Peter, would be a bit of an understatement. So in this podcast, we're hoping to bring you up to date with the main developments in and responses by the National Assembly to the latest events in Westminster and Brussels. So, Peter, let's start by looking at the recent developments in Westminster and remind ourselves of that. Yeah, so uh, last time we spoke before Christmas, um, we were looking forward to um, the meaningful vote um, that the House of Commons were going to have on Theresa May's Brexit withdrawal deal. Um, and that took place, the first vote took place on the 15th of January, which uh, feels like a very long time ago <laughs> now, but it wasn't that long ago. Um, and if you remember in that vote, the, uh, the House of Commons rejected that deal by quite a substantial majority. Um, and then the Prime Minister came back with a statement on the next steps. Um, and, and then later on, then we had another vote uh, on the 29th, which was just this week. Um, and that was a little bit different. So in that vote, there were some amendments. You've, we've heard a lot of talk in the, in the media about all these different amendments. But um, at, at the end of it, the two amendments that got passed in that, in that vote were the First Amendment, which was proposed by Caroline Spellman, and that, recalled, that called for a rejection of uh, leaving the EU with no deal. And the other amendment that passed was by Sir Graham, Graham Brady, and that called for a replacement to the backstop, this, this um, insurance policy um, about Northern Ireland, uh, to avoid a hard border. And it called for uh, the Prime Minister to go back and look at alternative arrangements to that. So in the end, the motion that passed was that uh, the House of Commons uh, rejects the UK leaving the EU with no deal. Um, and looks for alternative arrangements to that contentious backstop. So that's what uh, the Prime Minister is doing now. She's going back to the EU and seeing if if that uh, deal can be changed to include uh, the the view of the House of Commons. Um, And we'll see what happens next. And she said that the next vote, if there's to be one, would be on the 14th uh, of February. So uh, we look forward to that next in terms of of Westminster. So another fortnight, possibly, of trying to guess what's going to happen. Lots of negotiations. Um, But obviously, people, we're all keeping a close eye on developments in Westminster and Brussels. But there's been plenty going on during that period here in Cardiff Bay too. Tell us a little bit about the reaction here then. Yes, definitely. So um, just to talk, say first of all that um, following the vote, the uh, the new First Minister, of course, we have a new First Minister since we yes, last spoke. There's been a lot of developments. Um, so Mark Drakeford was invited to the Cabinet subcommittee with Theresa May to discuss um, the next steps. And he has consistently told Theresa May that he wants... Um, movement towards um, securing Wales's future, which is the document that Labour and Plaid Cymru have produced jointly um, setting out their vision of Brexit. Um, and he's consistently uh, told Theresa May that that is that's what he would like to happen. Um, but looking back in the Assembly then, um, we've had a few, we've had a lot of plenary time um, in the main chamber on Brexit. So first of all, on the 22nd of January, we had um, the no deal statements by Welsh ministers. And that was when, on that day, the plenary business was the plenary business that was supposed to happen was taken away, and the full length of plenary was uh, was spent talking about um, a possibility of no deal and the preparations of the government. So that was uh, quite, quite an unprecedented step, really, yes. for that to happen. Um, a lot of change. Um, so in in that afternoon, then we had a lot of statements from all the different um, ministers setting out. Um, what they're doing. They were talking about things like the Preparing Wales website that uh, the Welsh Government have got um, and the steps that businesses need to take um, 
in case there is a no deal and they were talking about um, contingencies and the sort of preparations that they have um, for these kind of um, they, they were comparing it to the emergencies like like weather and things like that so um so that, that was, was a lot of the talking time. about how it affect their their areas of responsibility exactly, as well yes um and then following that then um we've had um a debate on the external affairs committee's report and they've been doing a lot of work recently into three areas in, in particular so they've been looking at ports they've been looking at healthcare, and they've been looking at food um, and they've been looking at preparedness, so, um, and that's in terms of whether there's a Brexit deal or no Brexit deal. So they've been doing a lot of work into that, and they brought their reports to the Assembly, and they were debated. Um, and so on ports, they, they were discussing things like um, Hollyhead is a big thing, because th that is where a lot of the freight um, comes and goes. Um, on health, um, they were discussing things like the supply of medicines, which of course is a UK government responsibility, but the Welsh Government um, have been working with the UK Government on that. And in terms of food, um, there was a lot of discussion around um, what trading would be like in a no-deal scenario and uh, world trade organisation terms and how that could affect things. Um, and also talking about things like the uh, geographical indications for things like um, things like cheese and that kind of thing. Yes, so, and the, um, and the, and the food labelling, which is obviously um, it's it's a it's a it's an important sector, obviously in Wales. Exactly. So um, that was quite a wide-ranging debate. And following that, then on the thirtieth, we had. Um, a plenary debate on the prospects of, of a Brexit deal following that vote in the House of Commons. So, and what happened in that debate was that the Welsh Government and Plaid Cymru jointly tabled a motion, and the main points of that motion were that the Assembly should reiterate um, its view that a no-deal outcome would be bad for Wales, um, and that the UK Government and Parliament should do everything they can to prevent a no-deal. That was one of the points, um, and that includes extending Article 50. And the other point was that um, if Parliament can't come to an agreement on this, um, then there should be a public vote. So those were the two main points that were put forward in that uh, in that debate, and those and that motion was the original motion tabled was passed at the end of that debate. There was also a, a call there, uh, possibly to um, for the UK government to step up its engagement with the devolved legislatures as well. So the, it's obviously on a political level, there's a will for that to happen, but also on a practical level as well. Yes, definitely. I mean, that's one thing that Mark Drakeford has been calling for um, since he's been in post and in his previous post was um, for that engagement to, to continue. I think um, I think in his view it has improved, but I think there's he feels that there's a long way to go to ensure that Wales's voice is heard in these continued negotiations. And that was voted on by the whole assembly. Yes, it was voted by the whole assembly, and that passed. So that was the uh, the motion that passed at the end of the day. Yeah. So obviously, apart from the political developments, committees and officials um, have been busy looking at the implications of Brexit on legislation um, too. Here, so obviously very complicated. But can you give us a brief outline of of what's being discussed and the work that's going on here at the moment? Yeah. Definitely. Um, one of the main pieces of work the Assembly's been doing is looking at um, LCMs and the legislative consent memorandums and what they do. Um, they exist when the UK government wants to legislate in a devolved area and it's for the Assembly to give their consent for the UK to uh, to um, make laws in, in devolved areas. So there are a lot of Brexit bills going through the UK Parliament that touch on um, devolved areas quite significantly. So some examples of those are the Fisheries Bill, um, and the Environment Committee have been looking at that and have holding evidence sessions with stakeholders, asking them about the, uh, the implications of that for Wales. Another one is the Healthcare International Arrangements Bill, and that's to do with reciprocal healthcare. And the Health Committee has been looking at that um, and has actually 
produced a report and decided to not recommend the consent for that bill at the moment um, until their concerns are resolved and their concerns are about, again, the involvement of the Welsh Government in those plans. So um, Assembly Committees are, are looking in, in detail at these matters and looking at um, how Welsh voices can be uh, can be put into this legislation. Um, the, the only other thing to, to mention about legislation is all the subordinate legislation. We talked about that last time. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of regulations that need to be, need to be passed to uh, make sure that the statute book makes sense when we get to exit day. Um, and the Constitutional Legislative Affairs Committee have been doing a lot of work on this. So um, they've been busy scrutinising um, all the different uh, instruments that have come through and, and they, that work will continue. They've, they've got a lot of work to do um, before the end of March to ensure all those uh, regulations are scrutinised properly. So plenty to do here and plenty to be getting on with. Obviously Definitely. the next fortnight is going to be um, uh, watch and wait but also a lot of work to do in the meantime. Um, we'll meet up and, and give everybody an update in a couple of weeks then. Thank Great. you Peter. Thank you.